Hello and welcome to the Mid-Off Cricket Podcast. Mid-Off because midway through, you'll probably want to switch off. Today is our, I have no idea what number episode it is. Um, and it's COVID, it's COVID craziness day. I am your original gangster host, Alex. Don your blast shields and put on your PPE respirators. We're in for a high-octane barn burner, fatty tickler of a podcast today. Let me introduce the crew. <laughs> Firstly, one of my great mates in cricket and life, known the world over as the cargo short shifter, Ross. <laughs> Welcome, mate. How are you oh, going? You. Oh, hello, Alex and everyone else. Great to be here again. Uh, Secondly, another of my great mates in cricket and life, known in the underworld as the fourth Bradman, Michael, how are you going, mate? Hello, gents, and welcome to episode COVID-1119. Oh, good. Thirdly, but not leastly, my great mate in cricket and life, known in some places as the pescatarian plunderer, the fish-eating flasher, the mollusk master, and the falafel finisher, it's David. Welcome, David. Did it before Finchie and did it before it was cool. Um, I was actually very worried about that introduction because when I was able to host a couple of episodes, Alex, um, yeah, mate. I never really thought that you would get the opportunity to do so. So I always used to load up on yourself. Um, oh, that's standard. That was, yeah, that was really well played. I, I don't feel that bad about that intro. Thank you. Oh, good. I'm glad. I'm glad you don't feel that bad about the intro. <laughs> I guess oh, I feel bad about your hosting, but not mm. so much that intro. It was your fucking idea, wasn't it? I oh, know it was Ross's <laughs> idea. Me hosting. COVID craziness, guys. Mm. Um, and you know what's been affected by COVID? Cricket in general and cricket administrators. Mm. Mm. It's oh, a worrying yeah. trend. It's concerning. Oh, um, I am concerned. Things have come to light in the past week that Cricket Australia are up shit creek. Without a paddle. They apparently will run out of money in September. Everything going as we go. Um, And the Cricket Australia and the Players Association have had a bit of a ta-ta-ta, Ross. Oh, really? Um, Yep. They're, uh, you know, the the Players Association want more transparency across the uh, finances because, as we all know, their pay is tied to the finances and earnings of Cricket Australia. So they wanted to see the books before they happily take a pay reduction because um, they're pretty much the last people to get pay reduced. 80% of Cricket Australia have been stood down and I think very large proportions of all the state bodies um, staff have been stood down. So the players are up next. Um, and there's been some... Yes, Ross? Uh, Paul? You know what it does do? What? It strips out a few uh, throwdown coaches, doesn't it? It just oh. like... <laughs> Well, there's there's eight blokes who give throwdowns. Well, all of a sudden, one bloke has to give them, and they're earning their right whack for it. Yeah, fucking. Um, Steve War won't be sending down no nurries anymore. I think. A few nurries and an empty net, really. <laughs> Mate, imagine bloody leg his shoulder. He'd have to ice it up like a fucking baseball pitcher after each net. So get a wanger. With the with those wangers, yeah, that Graham Hicks Graham Hick loves so much. Why don't they use a bowling machine? I know they're just throw-downs, but they've got equipment. Uh, you no, could, they're expensive. I think because you could like, dictate where you're throwing it as opposed to... I mean, yeah, oh, there's, there's bowling machines that move around and stuff. But I don't know the last time you played cricket, Ross. And I imagine it was about 13 years ago, which is, you know, a long time ago. Sometimes variety in training is quite good. 
Oh, you could go out in the centre wicket then. No, <laughs> oh, whoa. You only do that once every six weeks, mate. That's just you can't centre wicket training as an international cricketer. They do in some countries. England, they've got the practice wickets are out, on the, out near the boundary line. Anyway. And that's why they're shit. Mm. <laughs> yes, Mick. I also imagine it's probably a lot easier for a batting coach to pick up a $5 bit of plastic and set up a fucking bowl. Yeah. yeah. Come Most on, of us fucking paid for. We're trying to get Out it onto a good leaf outside of. Out efficiency, mate. I just wonder how, how, you could pay how did those... Set up a bowling machine. Mm, what did those blokes do before they had those wangers? Just wang their shoulder out. Sore shoulders. Mm. Well, yeah. Langer yeah. used to stand on a bloody wooden box, remember? To try and read Mornay Morkel's height. He stood up there and wanged him down from a great height. to stand on two he step ladders to get to the same height. Enough to Mornay Morkel's height. Also, what's come to light is that Cricket Australia lost a shitload of money on the fucking share market. Yeah. So instead of having like... A all you know, like the AFL have it, they have like a rainy day fund where there's a whole heap of money sitting there, they don't touch it. What Cricket Australia did was just go on the fucking share market. Gambling. Are they publicly listed or are they are they are they lost money through investment? Uh no, they uh speculating on the share market. They put the money on the okay. share market in stocks yep. and or bonds on pork bellies, maybe. I'm not sure. Uh, uh, frozen concentrated uh, orange juice. These days, uh, I think it was. Um, they bought up a lot of um, barrels of uh, West Texas light sweet crude, and that's now worth negative dollars. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I just got my check in the mail. I've got a million Ooh. barrels coming to me. Next <laughs> All right, nice. Yeah, we just earned four hundred eighty million dollars. That's yeah, great. Yeah. I hear there's going also, to be a heating oil crisis in the uh, east coast of the US. It's going to be really cold this winter. So yeah, you'll be, you'll be also right. you blokes, you blokes for the last thirteen years have been worrying about petrol prices. I finally got my license. We're all good. <laughs> What's the fucking problem? <laughs> all That's seventy cents. Yeah. We're and, all good, lads. Don't worry yeah. about it. I've and missed not... nothing in the last thirteen years. Not a thing. <laughs> and if they had got your license fucking ten years ago, they would have dropped down, and we'd all be right. You'd it's your fucking fault, mate. No, I'd yeah. be worse off. They've been putting the them up and up until you got a car. They've been trying, they're doing everything they can to suck you in. I am, I am the difference. Ross, and, and, and now we're not driving anywhere, so you don't need any petrol anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I just go up. to fill yeah. up. I go fill up every day just to fill up the part of the, the fuel that I lost Just to feel good to about the, myself, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just to get something to do. Yeah, fucking know right. you're saving Jesus. money. Just, just pour it on the ground. Just to know you're saving yeah. money. <laughs> Get a jerry can, pour it out. You don't need don't we'll start a petrol money podcast. on kindling. Just buy jerry cans. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. What do you yeah. need kindling for? Soak yeah. your logs yeah. in petrol. Yeah. Simple. Cheaper. Way cheaper. cheaper. More fun. You get paid to Take do control, it, Alex. <laughs> oh, all right. Okay. We're going on to the next segment of our um, COVID yeah. craziness. Uh, podcast and we've got uh, over to Mick, we've got a bit of a squad picking um, Alrighty, yes, Excellent. so um, this week on Triple M Cricket, they put up a bit of a post on Facebook and basically because there was a, there was an idea floated not that long ago that, um, that we should look into doing an Australia versus Australia Ray four day game because with the ICC World Cup and all these things going on. Basically, Australia are playing a test for something like eight months or something ridiculous like that. So 
I think Jared Waitley was one of the boys who put a forward on SCN and a few other people jumped on the bandwagon. And so um, Triple M Cricket, which I don't think exists anymore, so it might have been on Triple M, um, yeah. put this put together a squad which has been going around. And um, I just suggested to the boys here that maybe we'll pick a side out of this squad. So I'll quickly just run through the squad to give you an idea of the people that have been put forward by Triple M that are uh, currently in contention. So the openers, we have uh, Matty Renshaw, Marcus Harris, Cam Bancroft, Daniel Hughes, Jake Weatherold, I didn't know yet, Nick Madison <laughs> and Aaron Finch. Uh, then the middle order, we've got uh, The Spoon, Curtis Patterson, Maxi, uh, The Hockey Park, Will Bukowski, Usman Kawaja, Kel Ferguson, Smash, Tommy Cooper and Peter Hanscom. Uh, All-rounders, we've got Stoinis, uh, Mitch Marsh, Cameron Green from WA, Moises, Spotify, Enriquez, and the quarterback, Roy <laughs> Webster. Keepers, there's pretty fucking low-hanging fruit here. There's not many on this <laughs> Alex Carey, Peter Neville, who apparently was retired 12 months ago. We thought oh, we four years a, ago, I think. Yeah, retired, years ago. Uh, Seb fucking Gotch and um, <laughs> young Josh Eagles. Um, and the quicks, we've got uh, Big Dumb Pato, Mickey Nessa, uh, Sean Abbott, uh, Jackson Bird, Jai Richardson, uh, the can- uh, the Cannon, Cameron Gannon, Chad, maybe this is just his level sayers, Chris Tremaine and Peter Siddle. The spinners, we've got Agar, Zampa, what do you do with the broom? He sweeps on, and John yeah. Holland. Now, there's some interesting ones in there. Starters, so, like, John Holland hasn't played since before Christmas. Finchie's only ever opened the batting for Australia and in one day, and in short form matches, never four day game, but he's an opener apparently. So, um, and Seb Gotch has barely even uh, kept the whole year for Victoria. So, very interesting the squads there. So, um, mm. yeah, so I put it to the boys, right? Let's pick our teams and see what we come away with. Um, so, who wants to lead us off? I don't I'll mind. Go. Um, I'll go, no, Paul. I'm the host. Yeah, well, okay, so the host is putting his foot oh, down. Alex, you can go first. Benevolent leader. Yeah. All right, so mm. the openers, I've got Madison and Harris. You shut up. Uh, Madison and Harris uh, to open. Kawaja at three. I've got uh, the hockey puck at four. So I've picked a few sort of guys that can do with a bit of um, a taste of the big smoke, so to speak. I've got Smash, yeah. um, Cam Green, Carey, uh, Pattinson. Uh, Richardson, Swepson, and Peter Siddle. The, the squad was interesting because there's a lot of fast bowlers that missed out on this squad. That I mean, you put in Bird, and I'm like, oh, okay, it's been around the traps and shit. But wouldn't you rather pick like you know anyone else? I think for you, yeah. Like, yeah. What are you going to get out of, of Bird? Based... It's a good point you raise. I think a lot of it's based off the shield because Bird actually. Would have been like in the top five for wicket takers for fast bowlers. Yeah, bowler, yeah, I might so, have yeah. Stats yeah. And stuff. But yeah. as we know, like with Chad Sayers, you find a level that you're really good at, and then yeah. you get to the next level, and you may not be that good. I mean, Sayers only played one test, but <clears throat> you find a level that you're really good at. That most of these fast bowlers do at shield level. No one playing shield level as a fast bowler is shit. Um, but getting to the next level, and that's when you've like. For people in England who have a county system of I don't know, 15, 16 teams, Ross, you can correct me if I'm wrong, I might be more than that, but yeah, 18 teams, you're probably going to come across a few blokes who can't play the game. 
you know, like <laughs> they're just or, or, or they're just like they're just really good club cricketers, right? But yeah, yeah, in, yeah. in, in Australia, yeah. yeah, what have we got? Five teams in Australia. You yeah. know what I mean? Six. Like it's yeah. Six. If you're playing, <laughs> there's six here. If you're playing, on, New South Wales oh. doesn't count, mate. Yeah, they're Australia. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I didn't even think about that. But if you if you're in the six teams and you're a fast bowler in one of those six teams, you're probably going to be able to play the game. Yeah. And occasionally yeah. you do get um, some uh, sort of bits and pieces players hanging in there for a while that seem a bit, you sort of scratch your head about. But, yeah, pretty much yeah. right. Yeah. But you're not filling 18 teams. And I know that their population is greater than ours and whatnot, but, like, 18 teams, you've still got to fill a lot of fast bowling spots. Yeah. The reason they have two divisions, put it that way. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. Who's next? That's a good team, Kim. Sorry. Um, I've got two teams, so I'll, I'll go next and I'll read out my team, that I, what I think it should be, and later on I'll read out the team that will probably get me. So yeah. the, team I think, the team I think that they should roll with if they really want to give the Australian test team a real shellacking, this is the side to go with. So it's uh, Marcus Harris and Nick Maddinson at one and two. Uh, batting at three, we've got the hockey puck, Will Bukowski. Batting at four, we've got Glenn Maxwell. Batting at five, we've got Peter Hanscom. Batting at six, I broke the rules and didn't pick an all-rounder. I picked Aaron Fitch. Yeah. Uh, batting at uh, keeping and batting at seven, I got Seb Gotch. Uh, batting at eight and having a bowl, I got James Pattinson. Knee supported by Chris Tremaine and Peter Siddle. And at 11, we got John Holland. So, Is that just the Victorian I, team, Mick? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> so basically, apart from about one bloke, I think I picked every Victorian player in there. <laughs> All right, I'll go. Um, so, um, my team, based on that squad, I've got Nick Benson opening, um, made a million runs during the Shield season. And I think um, when push comes to shove, he's actually probably a chance to play Test cricket again. Um, I had Marcus Harris opening with him. Um, he was the last drop from the Test team. And I think the next person in line to get a crack after Benson would be Harris. I had the hockey puck, Will Pekowski. In the squad, um, yeah, he, he's been in the squad previously. I assume he's learned yeah. a bit from that training process and in the squad. So I think he deserves to be in the Australia A team. I had Curtis Patterson. I thought he was hard done by originally when he was dropped from the test squad. Um, I know he made a few runs. He made a test 100. So I think he could probably bat forward in the Australia A team. Uh, I've, had, I've got Nick Maxwell at five. Nick Maxwell. Um, what's his name? Glenn Maxwell. Um, Glenn Maxwell at five. I, I think he deserves another crack. He made a hundred in a test hundred in India, where a lot of our bats don't make runs. So um, yeah. there's obviously something about him where he can play the game. Um, I had Cameron Green as the all rounder at six because I think he's the best all rounder in the country, and potentially if he's able to bowl, one of the best all rounders Australia will see in our time. Um, Alvis Carey at seven, best of a bad bunch, really. I don't think much of those keepers are too much chop. Um, certainly as batsmen, as, as a as gloveman, they're all, you know, adequate. Um, but certainly as a keeping batsman, um, Carey probably gets an odd there. Um, Jimmy Pat, uh, I just think we need to keep him bowling. So if it's a team that we're actually going to pick to play, I think he should play. Uh, same as Joe Richardson. <coughs> Excuse me, Joe Richardson should be in that team as well. Um, just to keep him bowling. I think Mick Nisa deserves a crack. Again, he was 12th man in 
um, the last test team or the last test squad. So I think he deserves a crack. And again, best of a bad bunch, Adam Zampa needs to bat 11 and be our spin bowler, if that's what it comes to. Um, obviously, Quadra Marsh, we know what they can do. So I've left them out of the Australia A team because there's no need for them to play in an A team when you know they've played 50 or so tests each. So you know what they can provide. Um, there's no need to actually have a look at them in an A team. Beauty, over to you, Ross. Yeah, well, I had uh, Matto opening up, <coughs> Shield Player of the Year, and reigning Jamie Cox medalist. So that's fair enough. I like. Uh, I still think Kawaja's got something to offer. So I had him opening too with Matto. At three, Curtis Patterson. Four, the hockey puck. Five, Chris Green. Six, Enriquez. Uh, not really. Henri, big fan of Henri. Chris Green or Cameron Green? Chris oh, Cameron. Green is the male model. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Cameron Green. Yeah, uh, not a big fan of Enriquez, but, uh, you know, he had a great shield season, so you got to reward that. Carrier How many runs in India last time we played test cricket? So yeah. I think that's a fair enough. Does know oh. how to use a Spotify on a laptop, which is a funny sort of setup, but anyway. <laughs> good on him. <laughs> big dumb paddo at eight. Mick Neeser at nine. At ten, I went for a journeyman, uh, Cameron Gannon who was the mm. wicket-taker in the shield. And um, uh, then number 11, there's no spinners good enough, so I went for Wes O, or Wes Agar, mm. to see that uh, good. Who was who your keeper, Ross? Sorry. Oh, well, that was a tough one. I wanted Jimmy Pearson, but I went for Carey in the end. Okay. Yeah, Pearson's a very good keeper. He wasn't on that list, I don't think. Pearson's so, no, a good not. keeper. Yeah, but yeah. you need... I, I think the problem with since Sengakara and Gilchrist come on board is... You can't just be a good oh, keeper anymore. You good, need to be able to bat. Good bat too down at seven. Oh, and captains. In, yeah, captains, captains Queensland at Queensland. He's yeah. uh, behind Kawaja. He's the VC, I think. So, yeah, yeah I'm surprised. Um, <coughs> Carey's clearly next in line, but I'd say after that, it's Pearson, not Seb Gotch or someone. Anyway, that's just me. Inglis might be a chance. Fair yeah, it could think. be. Yeah. You had another thing. So oh, sorry. I actually picked the proper no. side as well, so I'll just do my proper side. So I actually picked this side to um, who I think they'd pick to challenge the test side. So um, yeah. I picked Harrison Madison like everyone else. Like I'm, I'm the same as Bull. Like I don't really think Harris did anything too bad to get dropped apart and get kind of caught up in um, all the, the other bullshit that was going on in Australian cricket at the time. And he went <laughs> You're allowed um, to fail. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's he played in the Ashes where historically we haven't won since 2001, right? And, yeah. like, that just happens. Like, opening batsmen have a tough time playing in England. Yeah, the reality of it was so, is they fucking, they turfed him, replaced the openers with fucking, what did they do? They turfed him in, was it South Africa they turfed him and replaced him with fucking Burns and Renshaw that made no fucking runs between them? Yeah. So, yeah. maybe it's not as easy no, as some of these no. fucking social media things. <laughs> They turfed him in the ashes. I think Burns was... No, they turfed him and no, brought him did. back. Yeah, yeah, you're right. They turfed him in but South Africa and then brought him back yeah, in the ashes. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, anyway, oh. so I've got uh, Harrison Maddinson, like everyone else. Um, Maddinson's self-explanatory. Like, he just... he come to a better state and become a better player. So fucking simple. So <laughs> Pretty simple. Um, Pretty simple. Yeah. Kawaja, if he wants to get better, should probably move to Victoria as well. We've got him batting at three. Um, I like the spoon, Curtis Patterson as well. I think he's one of those blokes, a bit like Harris. Like, he was in there when they needed, when they didn't have Smith and all Labashane and all these other blokes. Yeah. And made some runs. Had a, had a little bit of fun. Had a good shoot here. Yeah. 
Yeah. So and had a good shield year this year. Yeah. So he was a bit hard done by. I got Maxi. I'm the same. I just think there's something about him. And you know what? He can still, and reality is, is that fucking he's still one of the best fielders in the country. That's got a fucking weight. And Mick, it's also not our test team. It's the Australia A team, right? So Maxwell should be batting somewhere in the top six of an Australia A team to see if he can still compete and still be that good. Yeah, made 100 in India right. where we don't make runs. Absolutely. Exactly right. Open the bat and open the bowl. And we can't have done that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and kept, didn't he? Yeah. I don't know. No, he um, didn't. I know every Australian keeper ever. Ross say he didn't keep. <laughs> <laughs> I thought um, he did. I thought Warner came out in that test in the UAE. Warner kept and Maxwell kept. Bullshit. Against Pakistan. Kept Mick. <laughs> October Keep 20, going. October 2017. Keep going. Look it up. <laughs> nah, you're talking shit. Keep going, man. I'm right. All right, so for, for my all-round, like everyone else, uh, num- numbers did the uh, talking here, and I picked Cameron Green as well. I think yeah. you can't make that many runs to get overlooked in this situation. Um, like, Going to play a lot of test cricket, Cameron Green, I think. Yeah. Like the others have said, I think out of those four options, Alex Carey is the best. So I picked Big yeah. as well. Picked uh, Big Dumb Pato and Mickey Nisa to open the bowling for me. I picked um, Jackson Bird to bowl first change. I just think um, in this type of a game, the Australian batsman are going to need some practice as well. So give him a bowl. That <laughs> practice matching up, at least. And I've also, um, I think um, the best spinner on that list, and I still arguably, apart from Nathan Lyon, he's the best spinner in Australia is um, Mitchell Swepson. So I picked him. I think, like, he's got something about him. Like, he... No. Get his name right, please, Mick. Oh, what do you do with a broom? Sweep some. Yeah, you sweep so, some. <laughs> he, um, he showed a bit at shield level. He got he actually got into the test squad at mm. one stage over the summer. So there's something there. I think he still obviously needs development, but that's what these types of sides are about. But I just think the more time he spends at the pointy end of Australian cricket, the better for I, I think what that squad shows us, and it's Triple M cricket, and they, you know, they may not, yeah, well, they may not know a lot about cricket, but <laughs> what that shows us is that there's a bit of a, a dearth of actual quality cricketers. Like in in some of those brackets, there's like in the openers, for example, there's two strong openers, and then the rest sort of fall away. Spinners, where's Cameron Bancroft? Who can't bowl. Yeah. He was in that group. Yeah, he was in the squad, mate. We all, <coughs> all overlooked him. He was in that squad. Yeah, WA overlooked him for after Christmas. Yeah. 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 And I think we can get <laughs> the of a decent team out of the teams that we've picked. Um, <coughs> but then the other the other question becomes, of the teams that we've picked, how many blokes play test cricket? Yeah. 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 Mm. But speaking of Test Cricket and people who have played it, on to the next segment, which is <laughs> In the Corner with Alex. In the Corner with Alex. Um, I've brought that back in these COVID times. Um, you guys can all look forward to the complete, not-so-complete history of Nathan Bracken. Hey. Yay. So no, I was hey. Hmm. Sorry, before we go on, Al, yeah, I just sure, want mate. you to know, as the yes. only left-hander on this podcast... Yes. I don't want you taking the piss out of this great man. I don't. That, that, Absolutely. I'm just pre-warning. The f- as a pre-warning, don't be taking the piss out of the great left-hander. Yes, Mick. 
as a massive fan of Australian Idol and he's hosting Jackie Childers on that show, <laughs> I don't want you taking the piss out of him either. <laughs> yeah. I know it's unusual to change your name to Osher Gunsberg, but I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And also, he's the missing link between um, Bruce Reed and Doug Bollinger. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, and uh, in... D- in doing this, um, in reading up on him, Teasy doesn't take a good fucking photo. He's just a goofy-looking fucking smile on his face. He's terrible. Anyway, so he, he's six foot five tall. Did you guys what? know that? He's fucking huge. No, yeah, he's, he's massive. Yeah, 190 massive. centimetres. I thought he was short. He's a whole Subway sandwich taller than Mick. Yeah. <laughs> foot long. Yeah. <laughs> Um, he was born in Penrith in New South Wales from parents Gordon and Robin. Uh, he spent chi- his childhood in the Blue Mountains um, in an idyllic setting. Uh, when he was in the Blue Mountains, he attended Falcon Bridge Primary and Springwood High School. Currently lives in the Central Coast. He's married to Hayley Bracken, his wife, obviously. I have the same name. Really? Is that what a coincidence? I know. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't fucking read about it. Yeah, yeah, weirdo. <laughs> he has two young children, and you want to listen to this, guys. He has two young children, both boys, Chase and Tag. Oh, fuck Chase off. and Tag Bracken. That's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought when I was reading it last night. <clears throat> oh, I'm getting choked up thinking about is Bracken. He, is he, has he got plans ha. for a third kid? Like, you're it? Barley's, I think. Uh, uh, what is <laughs> British Bulldog, I think. Oli Oli Oxford Free, I think Bracken is going to be. If he ever has red a Room, Red Room. Yeah. Um, so after he, uh, it, I'll quickly jump into the future of Bracken's life. And after he finished up with cricket, he contested the Australian <clears throat> House of Representatives seat of DeBell, not George DeBell. Um, as an independent against the sitting member Craig Thompson in 2013, he retired in 2009. By the way, uh, he got 8.2 percent of the vote. Was that Nathan who contested a seat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went as an independent against to the seat of Dobell. against Craig Thompson, the captain of the Australian Socceroos team. <laughs> no. 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 Oh, okay. He was the captain. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not a, a politician. He went up against, I think. Ah, oh, oh, Craig Thompson, the politician, uh, not the soccer player. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, sorry. yeah. So speaking of um, the reason why I'm talking about Nathan Brackett's his cricket and his domestic cricket especially, uh, we do have a focus on that in this podcast, uh, the focus on <laughs> domestic cricket. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so he got selected um, in the Australian Cricket Academy in 1997 and he made his first class debut in 98 quite quickly at Barnaker against Queensland. New South Wales got smashed by an innings that day. B-Rack got none for 86 off his 41 ovals, so he's, he was economic ovals. at least. Ovals, yeah. No, ovals, no surprise yes. he got beat by an innings of his bowl. <laughs> yeah, he played, he played five more shield games in 98-99, finished with 11 wickets at 30, so not too bad. Um, he only played one first-class match in 99-2000 season for... for reasons um he was hmm. needlessly not selected which will be his legacy um, yeah performing quite well and not getting selected inside back in back to the 98 99 season b rack also made his list a debut <coughs> against the comets is that long oh, ago oh, Canberra oh, I mean, comets. Yeah. Like the letter. 
Yeah, big oh, move uh, was Murph probably you. playing. Yeah, yeah. Um, he took none for nineteen off his five overs, um, and he had a Ooh. man of the match performance this season against Queensland in the semi-final of the Mercantile Mutual Cup. He was he played in the final as well, um, and he took none for twenty-eight off his ten overs, and New South Wales lost. So moving on to the uh, two thousand and one season, it was his breakout year. Um, Regarding domestic cricket, at least he finished um, New South Wales as second leading wicket taker behind um, Stuart McGill um, with 29 wickets at 23.72 in the Shield, and he made his ODI debut as well this year, um, and he helped um, New South Wales also win the uh, Mercantile Mutual Cup um, for the first time in this the mini dynasty. Yes, Paul. Right, oh, cool. Um, <clears throat> he also made the 2001 Ashes squad um, and received the 2001 Bradman Young Cricketer of the Year award. Um, and he, he suffered a shoulder injury in that tour. So he played eight first-class games the following season, at 24 at 31.79, so pretty good. Helped um, New South Wales to the second uh, Mercantile Mutual Cup title. Um, in the mini dynasty, he took 18 wickets at 21 and took 5 for 38 against the Vicks that year, which was his best OD, uh, best list A um, stats. But, um, oh, hang on. I've just got... Oh, yep. I've just... Something comes through the earpiece here. We're just going to have to cut to a uh, ad break here. Um, so I think you'll hear some wonderful words from our sponsor, Virgin uh, Atlantic, I think. So let's uh, <laughs> we'll just... Well, we'll see you at the other end. <laughs> Years, Tucker. Oh, I'm celebrating Easter! So is Tucker Bag with fantastic Easter savings. Hop in the Tucker Bag and save! Save with two litre big O long like fruit juice, just $1.99. 1250 mil Coke varieties at $1.09, stock up for Easter. One kilo fab and coal power washing powder, just $3.59. The Easter savings have spread to flora margarine, 500 gram, only $1.29. And down to work dishwashing liquid, one litre, just $2.69. Hop in the Tucker Bag! Look out for you at Tucker Bag! Okay, welcome back. Uh, thank you to the business that gave us money that Ross decided to go on YouTube to find an ad for. Um, that I really enjoy their money coming into the coffers of us here at the Mid Off Cricket Podcast. And we're back to BRAC. Okay, we left off in the 0102 season, and now let's look at the 0203 season, which saw the BRAC have one of his worst seasons in the Shield. Possibly his worst one since debut. He only took 16 wickets at 36.62. He was rewarded with his shitness by getting his test debut against India <laughs> um, as a replacement for Glenn McGrath. Oh, <laughs> this is just Mike. weird. Like, he, he gets picked when he's out of form and doesn't get picked when he's in form. It's just an interesting... What year was that, Alex? Uh, 02. Against really India. I went made. to that um, MCG that test match that he played in, Nathan Bracken. Mm. That year. So yeah. you'll know that he took one for 90 in the first innings of bowling and two for 12 mm. in the last one. Um, yep. It was match ended in a draw. He was then dropped by uh, Brad Fat Tits Williams for the second test. Yes. Um, I'm just like bang on the chin. <laughs> 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 he wasn't dropped by him. He wasn't dropped by him. He was dropped for him. Yeah. <laughs> The old left-right good night, Mick. Um, <laughs> but he was chosen over Andy Bickle for the last two tests. He finished up the series with... <laughs> Andy Bickle, yeah. gee, can't take a trick. 
Jeez, B rack. What was it? They wanted a bit of left arm variation. Was that the reason? Probably, yeah. Team balance. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't Mitchell Johnson back then? He wasn't. They wanted some um, footmarks so, yeah. for Stewie to bowl into Stu McGill. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I think it's fair uh, enough if you want a left hander who can bowl 100 and fucking 60 clicks, but the bloke's just got to send him down 125. Pedestrian hoops style. Them, though. Well, hoops them, though. And cuts them. And cuts them. Doesn't matter what hand he bowls with. He can put it down with his fucking penis. Doesn't matter what hand he bowls with. If it's 120, he's getting fucking them down nude. <laughs> um, yeah, he finished up the series with six wickets at 58.5, so Andy Bickle would have been happy. <laughs> Russell's however, lost it. <laughs> however many tests Bickle's played, they can be the two he feels most cheated in. <laughs> <laughs> Let so me find Bracken, out how many he's played. Understandably, Bracken was out of the test team for two years before he was selected to play in the Frank Norrell Trophy against West Indies, of course. He had his best Layout. performance best performance with a fighting 37 down the lower order and claimed four for 48 in the West Indies' second innings. Um, but after this one match in this series, Stuart McGill was selected over him for the remainder of the series. Um, he never played test again. Um, he mainly got kept out of the uh, test side because Australian fast bowling stocks are usually always good, but were quite good in this series and always used to be second fiddle to either Stuart Clark or Mitchell Johnson in his time at Nathan Brackett. But ODI cricket is where B-Rack made his mark. And he was a stalwart of the Aussie side from 2005 to 2009. Um, <clears throat> he took, in 116 ODI matches, he took 174 wickets at 24. That's pretty good. Um, he played in the 2007 World Cup winning side. Um, his career ended with a knee injury, um, and the selectors went with younger players after that in 09. And we'll get to that knee injury later. Uh, but it's just some stats on B-Rack's cricketing career. He's has his best first-class cricket um, figures is seven for four off seven overs against oh. South Australia in 0405. <laughs> Good day. It was at the time it was one of the greatest bowling um, figures I think of all time in the Shield. It's probably in like the top ten. Something like have that. To be. Um, seven for four. It's hard to believe yeah. it could be any better. Except for uh, yeah, they, they rank for fifty. Yeah, 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 but yeah, that's always funny that one, isn't it? Like, is seven yeah. for four better than eight for fifty? I'd go seven for four is better. But they <laughs> so always rank them by seven overs. <laughs> what seven overs? <laughs> yeah, seven overs. Yeah. <laughs> we get it over. Um, and he also had his best season um, in 0405. He had took forty three wickets at eighteen in the Shield. Um, he has man of the match in a Shield final in 0405 as well. Mm, mm. Um, he claimed six for 27 and two for 54. Um, six for 27, that's phenomenal too. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. the first digs. Oh, I might have been 77. I can't read my writing half. <laughs> Nathan Bracken could play. Nathan Bracken could play. Don't worry about that. Yeah, yeah, he could play. Um, and he guided New South Wales home with 11 not out in the last in the last wicket win in that um Shield ah, final, so I he do dominated that. that game up at um, yeah. the Gabba against Queensland, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They <laughs> needed um, twenty-two or something for the last wicket, but he made eleven not out and guided them home. Um, his test stats are five matches, uh, twelve wickets at forty-two. So I reckon if he had a longer stint, you would have think he probably brought get... it down a bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but I mean, there were clearly better bowlers in the Australian setup. Once Stuart Clark got like, going, like Andy Bickle. Yeah. Mm. yeah, 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 who, yeah. Who Fat took Fitz Williams as well? You know, who, like, Andy Bickle took 
Andy Pickle took 58 wickets at 32 in 19 test matches. He was also 12th man in 12 test matches. Ooh, there you go. I thought he played more and was 12th man in more, but there you go. Yeah. Um, he was Bracket was a number one ODI bowler in 2008 internationally. That's true. That's He's true. He's the second, second fastest ODI player to 100 wickets. It took him 60 matches. Is the is the uh, fastest? Sorry, can I interrupt there? Is the fastest to 100 wickets Sakhale Mushtaq of Pakistan? Uh, I think it was Australian. Oh, Australian. Okay. He was second yeah. fastest Australian. Sorry, I didn't say that. Um, I've no idea, Ross, to mm. be honest, which is uh, uh, yeah, yeah. a likely outcome of that answer. Yeah. Uh, two shield flags, an 0405 and 0708. Shield flags? Um, I've never heard him called that before. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> shield wins? I don't know. I, don't know I, what I guess um, titles, but um, I guess that means that he gets to go to a reunion <laughs> at some stage and put on yes. a brand new baggy blue with uh, Mike Whitney. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Always with Mike Whitney. Mike He's Whitney. there on the guitar. <laughs> wit. Just acoustic, unplugged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, true wit unplugged. Blue. That's what they call it. <laughs> Is it a cock too? He wouldn't be singing that. He'd be singing like dragon covers and shit. That's what Mike Whitney would be singing. Yeah. Is hey, it any wonder? Ba da ba. The streets are cold. If you, you know the only box listen to this podcast don't listen to Australian music, so mm. we probably just need Mate, to Dragon is international. Yeah, yeah. So you tell me the people listening to this podcast don't listen to Ian Moss. Fucking have a look at yourself, boy. So we we'll give you a top five. Um, of uh, international, this is top five songs they have to Google after this episode. So we got Tucker's <laughs> okay. Daughter by Ian Moss. You got April Sun in Cuba by host, Dragon. <laughs> Go out in the rain or whatever it's called okay by Dragon. Dragon back to back, two shot. Have a Dragon two shot. Yeah. It's on paper. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> and um, Errol by Australian <laughs> Crawl. Ship and steel and reckless. Yeah, oh, I love that song. Um, ship and steel, ship and steel. Okay, so after after Nathan Brackett was his career was crueled by injury and knee injury towards the end of it. Never played knee again. Injury. I might never walk again. Might never walk again. Um, yep, exactly. Uh, it like really knocked him around. He still has a limp to this day regarding this injury. And so the reason why I wanted to talk about Bracken was he sued Cricket Australia for damages. The two people have sued Cricket Australia for damages, Stuart McGill and Nathan Bracken, both over, um, both over injuries they've sustained and offer and Cricket Australia not offering any like uh, insurance or help with, you know, loss of income and stuff like that, which apparently is quite, um, Prevalent in other sports, like BCCI mm-hmm. have like a player pension fund and stuff like that, apparently. Um, so if you're injured and stuff like that, and you've, you know, you can apply to get these pensions and stuff like that after you've finished playing. But the Cricket Australia have none. Um, so anyway, Nathan Bracken sued Cricket Australia for negligence. Yes, Mick? That whole pension thing be on the Players Association? On the Players Association? Well, they're technically a union, and as a general rule, uh, look, I'm not sure how it works, uh, but apparently the BCCI do it, and other sporting codes do this thing. I don't, 
I don't really know, but yeah, you would have thought that they'd be putting some sort of funds away. Yeah, yeah, true, true. Yeah, um, so <clears throat> the 2007 knee injury, apparently Bracken was is stating that Cricket Australia failed to investigate, diagnose and treat the injury appropriately, said that two doctors and the physio should have recognised from an MRI scan that he should have had an arthroscope, but he, can, he went to play the next day, I think. They said, no, you're right to play, which then stuffed his knee. I mean, it was, it's no, not really sure. They did settle. Um, Cricket Australia and Bracken, um, but he was suing them for about five mil of loss of income um, because he got uh, like injured and unable to play and had to retire just when the IPL was starting up. So he's saying, Ooh. "Oh well, I could have got you know because I'm a limited format, limited overs format player. I could have got X amount of you know funds over this amount of years." And he was currently he was on four hundred grand a year, I think, when he got injured and had to retire so he's saying extrapolate that out till how when I would have probably retired so on and so forth so yeah the interesting thing and um he was saying he pretty much went in there to ask for some compensation went into Cricket Australia's board asked for some <coughs> compensation about the thing he got pretty much laughed out of the room apparently so then he was like all right I'll see you so interesting <laughs> story uh, but oh and he's currently the account an account manager at Boral Concrete yeah, so life after cricket. There you go. Yeah, like sales rep, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Oh, oh, you manage an account that's currently there. Oh, yeah. You probably yeah, have yeah. to cold call cunts. It's uh, yeah, yeah. part of any business. Account manager fancy name sales rep our company. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's the uh, that's the Nathan Bracken not complete history, guys. Mm. Uh, an interesting character and, you know, probably should have played a few more tests for Australia, I think. Um, and well, probably, probably, should, have had a probably should have played two less. Andy Bickle should have played <laughs> um, And so we're going to go over to Mick now. you got some Premier Cricket stuff for us, mate? Yes. Yeah, so um, as we like to stay here, we uh, have a focus on uh, domestic and local cricket on our podcast. And... Um, <laughs> We like to have a bit of a look at Premier Cricket when we get a chance. So um, tonight, um, as we record this on Anzac uh, Day Eve in Australia, it's the night of nights, the Victorian Premier Cricket, the Ryder Medal, which has just been completed. It was live on YouTube. So for those of you who are listening to this now, you missed out. You probably go back and watch it. Um, So we'll just touch on on some winners and the uh, Victorian Premier Cricket Cricket men's team of the year. Now, at the end, you'll find out why I've chosen to announce the men's team, but uh, a bit of silly for you. So, for the uh, the ladies' medal is the Una Paisley medal. It's uh, named after Una Paisley. I don't know who or what she's done in cricket. I think she invented the Paisley um, design you see on clothing, so they named the medal after her. Um, yep. So, the winners of that are the Dandenong uh, Cricket Club's Kim uh, Garth. And the Ringwood Cricket Club, Vatisha Devachan. So congratulations to the two ladies. Well done. Then we've got the uh, Jack Ryder medalist, which is the uh, basically the BNF, the Brownlow, the medal of medals, the Jamie Cox equivalent for Victorian Premier Cricket. Um, the so only cricket we, we care about is Victorian that, Premier Cricket. That's uh, so grassroots that, cricket. So Premier Cricket had two winners as well in the men's as the ladies. So two winners in the men's were, the, uh, were James Seymour of the Essendon Cricket Club and mm. David King of the Ringwood um, Cricket Club. 
not to be confused with former Collingwood about three game player David King. I think he's the hmm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so congratulations to those two folks. From memory, I've got a feeling David King has been um, up and about in a few of these medals. Pretty player out there. Yeah, the name so, rings a bell. Yeah, so uh, from there we move on to the men's team of the year. So opening the batting, we've got Braden Stippen Carlton, uh, David King, reigning brighter medalist from Ringwood. Batting at three is Luke Wells from Casey South Melbourne, who's also the skipper. Congratulations for Luke. Other rider medalist, unsurprisingly, Jane Seymour has been named in the side um, at four. But Blake Thompson from Melbourne batting five. Alex, Alex Gregory from Melbourne University six. And Louise is an all-rounder. Hayden Butterworth from Geelong. Um, so I was just a little bit by him because the more against Geelong struggle. So I'll write on him. Yeah. Uh, Danny Nong, we've got James Nanopoulos. Um, yeah, then uh, we've also got Marcus Berryman from the Monash Tigers. Uh, We've got Kieran Elliott batting at 10 and having a bowl for Melbourne. And in the in 11th, the 11th um, rounding out the batting order, we've got Suraj Randeep from Dandenong. Now, in a cricket side, they tend to name, name a 12th man, as this cricket side has named. And the 12th man of the Victorian Premier Team of the season is podcast zone and one of our favourites, former West Ivano United Rooster. Mr. Uh, Sean Tangles. So well done, Tangle. For those in the know, um, and th- and those who don't know, um, nearly all four of us, maybe not Ross, definitely the other three of us, nah, uh, played cricket yeah. with Tangles at West Ivano. No, the three of us would have all played in his very first senior, um, first 11 game um, yep. at West Ivano. Yep. So at Northern Socials it was. I presented him as captain before the game. And we got carded fucking everywhere. Fucking Did we? <laughs> <laughs> the bloke made 110 in 10 overs, I think. Didn't he? Something like that. He cut a six, yeah. <laughs> In that game, old Sean didn't disgrace himself coming in as a bowler. We got smacked for about 350. Now, I reckon if we looked at these figures, they would have been north of acceptable, I would have thought. Yeah. And great to see a young man who actually listened to people who are somewhat older than him who thought they knew the game better. It's good to see a man like that go on and actually make something of himself in the cricket world. Well done, Sean. Absolutely. He listens to us. Sean actually well, does so, listen to us, and yeah. he'll be happy with his call-out. Yeah, well deserved. And he's also, from memory, he's also a former club champion at our career club as well. He is. So, I reckon, like I reckon to... probably the youngest club champion in our club's history, yeah. I think. Something Mick like Nicholas that. Nicholas yeah. champion. Mick Nicholas champion. <laughs> <laughs> the unofficial, That's... as we like to call it, around our club, the Michael Carenti medal. The unofficial. He's a very good player and a very good man, young Sean, and it's always nice to see yeah. him. So hopefully we get to catch up soon. Well done, after this lockdown. Good job, buddy. Yeah, on your cunt. <laughs> All right, and is that it, Mick? Premier cricket. Oh, beautiful. Thanks, Mick. Fantastic segment. Um, it's good when people put up and you know, you know, pull themselves up with their bootstraps and do segments on this podcast. 
Um, and another segment <laughs> we've got is over to you, Ross. You have a quiz for us, I hear. I do. I've, I've got um, I've got some sad news that might have some COVID craziness that might have crossed your desk just to get you in the mood for this first, Alex. Just to get you a little bit of thinking yep. time. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you would have heard the sad news that um, Cricket Australia found another way not to play Bangladesh. And they just, they just oh, yes. Yes. I did notice COVID. that. Yes. Um, they uh, broke uh, broke social distancing rules and give everyone a big high five. Yeah, they gave air high fives. They got like, a another. Yes. Oh, they just tugged each other. No, we don't have to play bangers again. Yes. Yes. And I thought uh, we thought that um, excuse that the, we'd scheduled the series the same time as the Beijing Olympics was flimsy. This is better. Yes. <laughs> Can't do that again. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. Um, yeah, COVID Olympics has... only come around every four years. Yeah. Right? You don't how know was, the dates. How was I to predict it to be then? <laughs> how would we know? How would anyone know? <laughs> Olympics are only decided seven years in advance. How would we to know? <laughs> okay. Um, so the bad news is that, uh, yes, the Australia um, series has been cancelled and the CA app, Australia Bangladesh series, has been uh, postponed apparently at the moment. Yeah, technicalities. Uh, there's a long article, long puff piece on the Cricket Australia website about how difficult it would be for them to reschedule it, uh, given the crowded calendar. And the next article I read was about how we're now going to bump up the four test series against India to be five tests against India for some reason. <laughs> we can't play those damn Bangladeshis ever again. <laughs> Well, uh, we can set aside was... another two weeks to play India. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. I thought that was strange that they were mentioning that we might play India for five tests because the, the the summer that was scheduled was to be one test against Afghanistan and then four tests against India. So yeah. why is no one saying, well, we could play three tests against Afghanistan? You know, but, <coughs> but, yeah. Yeah. We could give something to cricket rather than just take Indian TV money. But apparently yes, that's not exactly. All right. Exactly. So... Uh, the reason I tell you that amusing anecdote about um, COVID and cricket Australia versus Bangladesh anecdote. is... Anecdote. Yeah. Not so much amusing, but anecdote. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well anecdote, told too, Ross. facts, you know. Oh, we've got to try to put a little bit of verve in it because it's been pretty flat, to be honest. So, you know, I tried to lift <laughs> a little bit of sweet, sweet symphony, uh, mate. Verve. Uh, 2003 04 season, he took 17 wickets at. Shit. <laughs> 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 Oh, this this oh, came from someone. I've only known yeah. I've only known one podcast host oh, yeah. Ross, and exactly. I know you. So I thought I'll try and yeah. I'll try and do what yeah. Ross does and have right. a monotone. That's it. Coming from the, the king of monotone, it's actually high yeah. praise. How well you mimic me. Imitation yes. <laughs> is the uh, what's it called? Most insincere form of flattery. I don't know. What's Sincerest called. form yeah. of flattery. Oh, that's right. Okay, so. We're going back in time. We're doing, because we had our loyal listener, Jimmy Grant, tell us how much he loved us doing um, old teams from old matches. We're going back in time to um, Australia versus Bangladesh. The, the, not the first ever, the second ever, because I thought that would be more interesting. The second ever test match between What's Australia and Bangladesh was um, at Cairns, uh, July 2003. So we're going to go back and look at that one. So I'll give you a chance to okay. get your mind back to 2003, what was happening then. And then we're going to look at another game that's slightly more well-known. It's the second test of the Test Tour of Australia to Bangladesh. And both series have only been two tests. There's been three yeah. series. You won't look at the most recent one. But this is 2000, April 2006, Australia went to Bangladesh. And the second test of that series is really well-known. So you probably uh, recall uh, yeah. that one. Uh, but... Um, 
that's big enough build uh, build up for me. Um, I've got a couple <laughs> yep. of things at the end of the end of the segment that I'll talk about oh, because. Fuck, um, oh yeah, there's some really good, interesting things happening at Adelaide Oval, I believe. So uh, I won't forget oh, to yeah, mention that are. at the end. Right, I'll remember so, to prompt you about that, Ross. Excellent. Now that you mentioned it to me. Yeah. We could have done this in the production meeting, but hey, but everyone wants to yeah, hear no, this sort of no, stuff. We'll do yeah. it now. We'll do it now. <laughs> so uh, this is a Jimmy Grant special quiz. Hopefully, he's just hit play and it's just for some reason jumped into this bit of the episode as he's driving home at two o'clock in the morning. So it's just <laughs> giving him a lift. Yeah. Because yeah, um, yeah. if he was listening to your Nathan B Rack stats, he might have just slid off the side of the road. <laughs> 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 slid off the road. Yeah. <laughs> don't know if it's the best climate to be talking about that sort of stuff, mate. No, just, oh, oh, put it down there on it. Jeez. It's just humour. <laughs> just because you don't have any. God. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Get to the fucking quiz. <laughs> I'm giving you some thinking time. All right. So we're going to go round in order as we always do Alex first so you don't get anyone. <laughs> then David, then Nick. <laughs> Just because you're being an ass. Yeah. So alphabetical <laughs> order. Okay. We want the second test, July 2003 in Cairns, Australia yeah. versus Bangladesh. All right. Throw them at me. All right. The players. So we're going to yes, go who players. played in the test. Yeah, okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, no, no, the spectators. War. Just run through them. Oh, Mark Ward, no. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he retired well before that, I think. Oh, oh. Years, no. He's not playing. He's not uh, Chip Thomas Ponting. <laughs> Ponting. Oh, you forgot my tip from last time, anyway. <laughs> we go on to um, Mick. No, no, oh, that was me. Oh, oh, one day. oh you missed, we now. missed David. Your turn, Dave. Um, so the tip yeah. you gave us last time was yeah. a good one, yeah. but I, I'm not going to take it because these oh, okay. blokes need as much help as they can get. I reckon <laughs> Darren Lehman made a hundred. Oh, he made 177 to be precise. Yep. Yes. Well played, David. So give one me of the harder ones. That. Tick. Yep. Yep. All right. Back uh, to three. Hayden. Yes. Oh, thank God. The pause killed did me. Did Mick have a guess? Yeah, I, I, yeah. Oh, okay. a, he wrecked the order. It's actually back to you now, Dave. Yeah. Uh, Gilchrist. Yes. <laughs> All right. Mick. Jason Gillespie. Uh, Gillespie, yes. McGrath. Yes, Glenn McGrath. Yep. David. Uh, what year was it? 2000 and what? Three. Three. I'm going to go out on the limb and say Shane Warne. No. The limb. He didn't play. This no. He's banned, I reckon. No, this, no that was the year he was banned. 2003 no. is drugs. He's on the drugs. Yeah. Killed That's River right. Phoenix. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, Mick. Killed River um, Phoenix. Well, you fucking <laughs> idiot. If Warne is not playing, I'm going to guess Stewie McGill. Yes, he was. Stu. Um, oh. uh, Damien Martin. No, broken finger oh. from the World Cup. Wasn't playing. Dog. My turn. Yep. I'm going to say, didn't Martin Love make a hundred? Yes, Martin Love hundred not out. Oh, I yes, was going to fucking uh, say that, but then I thought, no, Ross will be like, oh, it's not this series. You don't count. Blah blah blah. <laughs> 
Um, Hayden needs someone to bat with, so I'm going to say Justin Langer. Yes, yes. I like how you guys try and get the hard ones. Well done, Mick. Yeah. Right back to Ali. No, but okay, the so the best ones. Trying to think, how many bowlers have we said? Three yeah, bowlers. You got one bowler to go and one batsman. Uh, Brett Lee. Yes, Brett Lee. Well done. Fuck, I'm good. David. Uh, my turn. A batsman. I said Darren Lehman, who was the difficult one. Michael Clark didn't debut till 2004 in India. Martin Love is a hard one. Barry Martin's been picked. Who better than five? Oh, Martin Love would better than five. How many bats we got left? One. There's one player left. It's a batsman. So we said Hayden Langer, Lehman, Martin Love, Ricky Ponting. Um, Cadditch. No. That's who I was going to say as well. Um, yeah, go fuck yourself. Mike Hussey? No. Oh, no, he hasn't debuted yet. Yeah. Back to Alex. I fucking had... I like Andrew Simon. No. No. He made 156 in this game. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) No. 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 Fuck. Um... (laughs) 156. <laughs> is, it, is, it, <laughs> is it that obvious that we should know? Yep. <laughs> nah, no, we said... Oh, actually, 2003 would be Steve War. Would have been one of his last <laughs> series. Steve War, he was captain, yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So I got... You got four. I got five of the team. No, you got yeah, four. Oh, four. Mick got yeah. four and Alex got three. Yeah, Not too good. bad. Yeah, good recovery, Alex. All right, we move on to the second test of um, Australia's uh, Tour of Bangladesh at uh, Chittagram in April 2006. So, mm-hmm. yeah, um, me, me first. Through. Yeah, we'll start with Alex again. Yep. Jason Gillespie. Yes. Well done. Mm. All right, on to David. Uh Adam Gilchrist, just because I don't know. Yep. Gilly, yep. Richard Thomas Ponting. Yes. Good one, Mick. (laughs) (laughs) Glenn McGrath. Glenn McGrath? No. No. No, he didn't play. play. And to David. His wife was going through some some shit. Uh, 06, who played in that game? Oh, Michael Clark would have played in that game for sure. Michael Clark, yes. Yeah. Um, Simon Caddy. No, didn't play. Ooh. Uh, Brett Lee. Brett Lee did play. Good, Alex. Yeah, he he did play. Um. Did we say Ricky Ponting already? Yep. Oh six. No, Matthew Hayden was still playing then. Matthew Hayden. Yes. 
Thanks for that pause, Ross. It was good. Yeah, that's all right. Dramatic pause. Mick. Um, Shane Keith Warren. Yes. Uh, oh, was he? Yep. Uh, Six down, five to go. Oh, fuck. Uh, Langer? No. Got hit in the bongo in South Africa. Just oh, yeah, didn't <laughs> play. Yeah. Um, so if Langer didn't play, Phil Jakes played. Yes, Phil Jakes. Yeah. Shit. Good get, Paul. Mick. I've got no bloody idea from here on. No, he didn't play. Good, good idea. Good thinking. The subcontinental specialist, but uh, not to have be. We yeah. named, have we named the skipper yet, Ross? Yes, Ponting. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> God. So we've named two fast bowlers and a spinner. Yep, that's it. So there's two bowlers to go. They played five bowlers in this game. So two bowlers to go. And okay. another batsman. McGill, then? Yeah, McGill, yes. Yeah. Did, um, we said Warren and McGill, yeah? Yeah, Warren and McGill again. Yeah. Yep. Warren McGill, Gillespie Brett... Lee. Yep. Oh, we said, we said, we've said Brett Lee. Yep. yep. And Dizzy. Oh, six. Did um, oh six? Did Stuart Clark play in this? No, series? didn't play. He had to go home for the birth of his first child. Apparently, according to the squad news, okay. there's a few people weren't there for different reasons. Bongo hit for Langer, <laughs> sick wife for McGraw, birth of a child for Clark. It was one come on, oh. come one, come all for this this squad. They had a huge cause, like 17 players just played two tests in two consecutive weeks. <laughs> How, mate? Bit of dead air. That's good. Filled our quota. Yeah, no, it's your turn. Yeah, that'd be dead book. Buff Lehman wasn't playing? Oh. No. Uh, uh, Martin? No. It was a Damien variety, no? Okay. Uh, he was out of favour then. Uh. Ugh. This guy made a hundred and eighty two in this game. Shit. Had a big partnership with um Jason Gillespie. Oh. Oh. Is he a weak keeper? <laughs> no. Oh very occasionally. Oh, okay. <laughs> Very occasionally. Is his highest test score? Alex. We said Dabby Martin. He was an occasional week keeper. I don't no. know, to be honest. No. I, I, I couldn't know. tell you. No. Oh, anyone's, anyone's shot. Because you said occasional week keeper, I'm going to say Mike Hussey. Yeah, it's Mike Hussey. Uh. Yeah, he batted at four. And um, there's one bowler to go. He batted at ten, just above Stu. Another spinner. Played three spinners. Oh, three, three spinners. spinners. Yes, played three spinners. Warren, McGill, and 
Nah, it wasn't no. Horace, surely not. Dan uh, Cullen. Dan Cullen. Dan Cullen. Yeah, Dan Cullen. Uh, yeah, so after all that, I get that point. I yeah, that's Dan right. Cullen before you. I yeah. get that point. All right. So Alex <laughs> finished with six, and Mick and David were tied on hey, eight. Hey, I won. No, I didn't win. He did get six. He got shit early. Oh, over the over the two teams. Yeah, yeah over the two teams. <laughs> Three each. Fucking beauty. So who won? Me and Mick. So it's, yeah, it's still my dynasty, and it has been for 109 episodes or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. That's, it's oh, not a mini dynasty, back, it's a maxi dynasty. Count back, yeah. Right. Yeah, when I count back, we got, you count back how many got, years you've been alive. I've been alive long. Over here, Ross. We've got five, five minutes, kid. Yep. So, um, yeah, I just I was reading up, Alex, just um, talking about um, cricket, that... Um, that uh, there's an Adelaide Oval getting a hotel built um, right next to the ground, sort of almost in the ground, and that that might be yeah. a bit good because um, then India can travel to Australia and just go into ISO in the um, in that hotel for two weeks, and yes. then they could play all the games they're going to play against Australia at the Adelaide Oval because they'd be in like this quarantine oh. hub. Uh, that's that'd be a great, great idea. Yeah, because there'd be no need to travel. So they could just play a test match, have one day off and play another test match. <laughs> so I think they could um, play the first test match. They could have um, 18 millimetres of grass and it'd be like a really oh, bouncy yeah, yeah. green An wicket. An extra two millimetres yeah, yeah, that's it. On yeah, the, yeah. On the oh, I'm thinking yeah. four millimetres because I've got a great plan to get these test matches just <laughs> bang, bang, bang. Okay, so we have 18 millimetres of grass on the first, and it'd be like, you know, a, a Gabba-type pitch scenario. And that's the first test yep. place you play to the Gabba, the Gabba Twa, the fortress. So that's great. And it's a home away from yep. home, so to speak. Yeah. And then we go on, and the next, and cut it off a couple of mils, down about 15, 12 mils, and that'll be like a classic Adelaide Oval pitch, you know, a test matches, um, what is it, deaths, taxes, and centuries at the Adelaide Oval. That'll be that sort of test match. You know? Yeah, High yeah, scoring yeah. draw, maybe, you know. Yeah. Pitch will start to crumble a little bit by day five. Then we have yeah. one day off again, and we come back for the third yeah. test match, and that's like right. a Chennai same dust pitch. bowl. Yeah, same pitch. Same pitch, 15 yeah. days play in um, 18 <laughs> days. It'll be like an absolute dust and bowl. And you're not allowed to water it in between no, days play, so it's just going to get dry. No, because of COVID rules, the grounds won't even be allowed to enter the venue for quarantine reasons. Yeah, so yeah absolutely. They, they won't even be allowed to put the stumps in. The umpires will have to do that. And so oh, true, um, true. that means that uh, it'll be an absolute Chennai dust bowl. Australia will have to play three spinners. Um, Bo Webster yep. will probably get a game as a spinner, that sort of thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> we'll play seven all-rounders because it'll be so hard to yeah, that's it. Um, get people out on that dust bowl. Flat yeah. wicket. Yeah, in case flat. one breaks a finger, I have two, two wicket yeah. keepers in the 11. Yeah. <laughs> so after we've done that, then, well, we might have an extra, uh, I don't know. That's the th- first three test matches taken care of, though. Mm. Yes, good. Good. Mm. I like that idea, Ross. And on that note, what a great story. I'm glad we shoehorned that into the last two minutes <laughs> of our unpaid Zoom uh, membership. Uh, that is everything for this week. We are on all major podcasting platforms. Um, something about SoundCloud. Um, we're on Imga, MySpace, and various other social media platforms. Um, but until till two weeks' time, that's bye for now. Yeah, and we're done. And now we've got to log off and, and, uh, and we're off. You can start whenever. Well, I'm going to. Someone else take a photo of the chat and sit the main table.
Done it. 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 Done yeah. Oh, it's the greatest thing ever created being tool, man. Yeah. Yeah. I think no, it comes standard with Windows. Yeah, it is. Is that standard. a bit screen? Just going back. Yeah, the sniffing tool. The symbol is a pair of scissors. Yeah, it's sniffing. Yeah. It's sniffing good. Do, 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 do. Sniffing good. Anyway. Alright. We've got 40 minutes. Shut the fuck up. So, judging by this, you two might need some skin. Yeah. 